32 of the ANC's 55th elective conference ran until the early hours of Sunday morning as the ANC finalised its floor nominations. The party has decided to elect a top seven as opposed to its usual top six. Sam Corkelly, Business Day columnist and Arena Holdings contributor, breaks down the outcomes of day two of the conference. Drama, fair amount of drama, as you would expect at an ANC conference. Uh, the adoption of the credentials, essentially, who is allowed uh, to vote and uh, who's here. Always a, a good point of uh, contest in ANC uh, conferences. That's where uh, the elections are, are won and lost. You can work it out in terms of your own support and who's allowed uh, uh, to vote. And also it gives you a, a fair idea of uh, how intense the contestation is. And we can say this thing looks very intense, probably as intense as the is the Pulukwane Conference uh, of 2007. The new rules about the election were adopted, constitutional amendments adopted. Officially now, in terms of the structure, the ANC has a top seven, no longer just a, a top six, because there was uh, the idea of a of two deputy secretaries, and uh, they, they've adopted that, and then and they went on uh, with, the, with the nominations. Okay, and we were expecting some things maybe around Ace Mahashule to come out. He was expecting people to nominate and make his case. What have we seen in terms of people who were nominated and then not allowed to run, such as Ace, as well as with the step aside rule and Ramaphosa? Is he now allowed to run? Yeah, Ramaphosa hasn't been at a legitimate risk of not running. And never mind the noise and the theatrics uh, from people like your Jacob Zumas and uh, who are threatening to launch a private uh, prosecution without even doing proper processes uh, around that. So uh, there's noise around uh, Ace Mahashule. He was not going to stand uh, and he doesn't have a chance. But interestingly, the other uh, the candidates, Nkosa Zanatamini Zuma, turning down nomination, and Lindy Wissasulu not appearing anywhere. So to be nominated from the floor, you need 25% of the 4,000, a bit more than 4,000 votes uh, in total. So the number is over 1,100 um, uh, votes uh, you would need uh, from the floor, so to speak, uh, to be nominated. It seems to have been a tall order uh, for the Kosa uh, Zanatamizuma uh, camp, Lindy Wesesulu camp. We've seen uh, Lindy Wesesulu uh, falling uh, by uh, the, the wayside. It's been an interesting uh, process as well, but significantly around the Deputy Secretary General uh, a, a position. And the one person is Phoebe Porchiter was um, nominated uh, uh, to be there. She turned down uh, a nomination. She's uh, one of the respected officials at uh, 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 technocrats at Lutuli House. She does administration and uh, general manager. And uh, people thought uh, she probably would have been uh, the, the one who has an easier ride into the, now the top, the top seven. She turned down uh, a nomination. And, and then, interestingly, somebody has come up, uh, Tina Jomat peterson for Deputy Secretary General, uh, who's nominated. Now she probably has a 50% chance of, at, the, at the very minimum. She's on the ballot uh, of, uh, of, of making uh, the top seven. Today marks the beginning of day three of the ANC's elective conference, and it's finally voting day. The ballot now features the following nominees. For President, Cyril Ramaphosa and Zuele Mkise face off for the top spot. Nkosazana Glamini-Zuma was nominated on the floor, but turned down the opportunity to contest. For position of president, as I indicated, we have comrades Zuele Mkise and comrades Cyril Ramaphosa. Are there any further nominations?
from the floor for the position of president. I am Langa Dibalele Hatebe from here in Johannesburg in Midval, Ward 11. My ward has asked me to nominate Nkosazana Zamini Zuma as president. Is Comrade Nkosazana Zamini Zuma in the house? Comrade, your name has been nominated. Do you accept? Uh, Comrade Nkosazana has declined nomination. For Deputy Presidents, Ronald Lamola, Paul Mashatile and Oscar Mabayani contest for the post. National Chairperson Sis Gwede Mantashe, Stan Matabata and David Masondo contesting. The Treasury General Post is contested by Gwen Ramachopa, Pule Mabe, Bejani Chewuke and Mzwandile Masina. Secretary General Sis Fekile Mbalula, Pumulu Maswale and Mdumiseni Tuli. Deputy General is now contested by Numvulu Mukunyane and Tina Yomad Peterson. And finally, the second Deputy General post is contested by Ronaldo Nalumango and Marupena Ramahopa. As the battle for the top seven posts intensifies, Mkokeli outlines what we are expecting to come out of day three of the conference. Now let's see a question of working out. Zuelim uh, Mkize versus uh, Cyril Ramaphosa. Digital vibes versus uh, para para, it's intense, and you can feel it. Uh, the mood of just happened to have the pleasure and the benefit of walking through closer to one of the caucus meetings. It feels like a taxi rank, and people are being moved around. Uh, change, change, go this way. Uh, if you want a second term, come this side. The caucus are meeting, and then the leaders are dishing out the, the marching orders. Ramaphosa camp, uh, they quite strong that they want Ramaphosa, but they're nervous about. Uh, his running mate. Uh, you've got um, Oscar Mabuyane on, on the ballot. Uh, you've got Ronald Lamola on the ballot. They're both from the same uh, Ramaphosa faction. And then you've got uh, Paul Mashatile uh, in the, the, the third candidate uh, for deputy president. And in the nomination uh, stages, uh, Paul Mashatile got more votes uh, than uh, the other two uh, people from the Ramaphosa camp. So the Ramaphosa guys uh, are vying for the deputy president. Some might just split each other's votes and hand uh, that position to uh, to Paul Mashatile. And also the biggest risk is that Ramaphosa gets nominated without people from his faction. So he may have a very tougher time with people coming from the so-called RET faction and then, then other people who are don't support Ramaphosa. They might be coming from a different uh, section within the ANC altogether. All so that's the biggest risk. If he wins, he's most likely going to win without the people who are going to help him drive the reform agenda. Can uh, the man dubbed Digital Vibes as William Kize pull a surprise like Jacob Zuma did in Bulugwane? And uh, maybe, who knows? I mean, it does look like a 60-40 type of contestation, but voting hasn't happened. Voting was supposed to start at, a at 9 a.m. today. 9 a.m. ANC time could be what? GMT plus four? <laughs> plus, plus five? <laughs> so we, we still, we're still here. Voting hasn't happened yet. Uh, the dignitaries are walking in. As you can see, the VIP cars are snaking in. They probably just dropped to be the president, deputy president, retired uh, deputy president or former president. It's just a typical colorful morning. Uh, things are slowly, slowly uh, moving uh, together. There's no sign that the the voting uh, officials are ready. And as for as long as the last voter hasn't voted, anything can still happen. People can move away from the original uh, mandate. So we're in for an exciting 24 hours, I think. Uh, it's going to be an, a, a really exciting, and some people are very, very nervous. The markets are, have been jittery for the past uh, month or so. 
about what's happening and the consequences from South Africa uh, economic policy and the reform agenda. Ramaphosa was uh, ex uh, elected the first time uh, with a strong weight of expectation from South Africans that he's going to change things around, he's going to change the government to perform in a way that manages the economy better. We're not seeing any of that. We have no growth. Uh, things are very, very difficult. Unemployment is very stubborn. More people lost jobs uh, during uh, the COVID era. So now he's uh, facing a massive test and whether or not he can do what he did uh, five years ago. And uh, from here on, what can he do? Expectations, he will do a cabinet reshuffle. Uh, he probably will remove the people who were in the opposition camp. But the people he puts in are from the very same ANC, where he comes from. And the skills are a problem there. Fundamentally, we're probably not going to see much change, but a whole lot of drama, a whole lot of volatility from the markets, uh, anxious times. Voting could take 12 hours, minimum to 24 hours, depending on how uh, organized they are. Judging by how day one... Um, effectively, only one item uh, was handled uh, on day one, and we're now in day three, and we're dealing with an item that uh, should have started uh, on day two. So we're day uh, behind, even starting uh, day three, we're slow in starting day three. So we're day and a quarter behind. But the biggest casualty out of all is the, is the policy discussion. We're in day three out of five days, and the first item on the agenda, uh, the election hasn't been uh, sorted out. And the delegates will not have time to go through policy. Reporting from day three of the ANC's 55th elective conference, I am Paige Muller.